Hello, and welcome to the So She Travels podcast. I'm your host, Vicky, from the travel blog, VickiFlipFlopTravels.com. I'm here to chat with today's most vibrant female travellers about the why, where, and how of their travels. We're here to inspire you to see our world, to discuss the issues us women face travelling, and to talk about a few of the more interesting ways you can do it. Each week we'll pick a destination, a topic or two, and discuss. Don't forget to press subscribe, and if you enjoy the podcast, please leave a rating and a review. This week, Kirsty Leanne, pioneer of the hashtag plus size travel to movement. Kirsty uses her Instagram and blog to show the world that all shapes and sizes can travel and your weight shouldn't be an issue. She recently did some research into the kinds of body shapes represented in travel media and her findings were, as you'd expect, no representation of sizes other than slim. We talk about how that can make the average and plus size person feel and we also discuss buying the best swimwear for the beach, the worries some plus size people have before embarking on travel and how she hopes travel will become more inclusive in the future. And if you hear a plane taking off in the background, that's actually her washing machine. Anyway, enjoy. Hello, Kirsty. Hi. Thanks for coming on the podcast. How are you today? I'm really good, thank you. I'm really excited, although a little bit nervous. It's my first podcast. (laughs) You'll be fine. Um, So you're just back from a trip, right? Where have you been? Um, I've just been to Lanzarote, so I came back last week. And how was Lanzarote? I've never been there. Oh, it was very deceivingly sunny because it was really windy and I thought, oh, that means it's not that sunny. So yeah, I got sunburned while I was there. <laughs> oh, no. oh no. What did you think of the um, actual place? Um, yeah, it was really good. I didn't spend a lot of time actually outside the resort because I was there reviewing the hotel that I stayed in. So we only left the hotel one of the days, but other than that, it was, yeah, it was a beautiful island, lots of cacti and aloe vera. So just a nice, sunny, relaxing break. Yeah, what I needed. <laughs> That's good, yeah, I'd like, I'd quite like one of them. Yeah. Um, so for anyone who's not familiar with your work online, can you give us a little intro to yourself and your travels? Yep, um, so I am Kirsty Leanne. I blog at www.kirstyleanne.com and I'm on Twitter and Instagram on Kirsty Leanne UK. Um, I blog about plus size travel and travel in general. So that means I cover things like destination guides and what to do in a certain city, but then also how it feels to be plus size in certain places, the kind of tips and tricks you can use to make um, traveling while plus size more comfortable and just a lot of things surrounding that kind of area because I don't think enough people talk about it. So is that what made you start your blog? You thought there wasn't enough plus size bloggers? No it's actually not. Um, I started when I first started blogging I started blogging about beauty in like 2014 and I don't know why I did that because I don't even wear much makeup anymore (laughs) Um, and I just thought oh yeah well that this is the way forward I'll blog about beauty and then it kind of slowly developed and when I finally found out what I wanted to write about which was I probably wouldn't say it it was until about halfway through last year when I finally decided actually this is what I need to write about that things just started getting so much easier and I fell so much more in love with blogging and I think it was just I had to find my feet for sure. Yeah I think when I because I first found you on um Instagram and I think when I saw what you were doing and 
yeah, writing about plus size travel, I was like, that's such a good idea because there's so many people who are plus size. And I didn't, of all the travel bloggers I knew, I didn't actually know anyone that was blogging about being plus size. So yeah, yeah that was a great I idea. I really don't think there's many people in the UK that do specifically do that. There's people that would say I'm plus size and I travel, but then no one would specifically write about the like ins and outs of it and maybe the things that people don't want to talk about and stuff like that. So I think I saw a gap and I thought I was the right person to to fill it. Yeah. yeah, it's a great idea. Um, I was reading your post about um the travel well travel image diversity in the media. Yeah. And how well there's not really any. Is there. Can you sum up what you found in that? Yeah. So I I've been carrying out this research for quite a long time because I had to go through ten different brands and I then looked at their social media their brochures, their videos. So I went back through old videos on YouTube, which took ages to find. Um, I had to look at their um, website, the whole website, finding out whether or not they used any plus size people in there. So basically what I did was I did this spreadsheet and a checklist of whether or not there was a plus size person in each specific area. And not one company had a plus size person anywhere other than a couple that had done influencer marketing with some plus size bloggers. That's just crazy yeah. because, yeah, obviously there's so yeah. many precise people and it just says, well, kind of sends the message that you're not welcome and it's... Yeah, it really does. It's. I mean, that's how I felt when I was doing it. I mean, I knew what I was expecting to find, but I wasn't expecting it to be a full blanket, like nobody does anything anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> so it was really disheartening for me. And I mean, I can't imagine as someone who knows what like the research behind marketing is and everything like that, I can't imagine what it's like to someone who's just looking for a holiday and they don't feel represented at all so yeah I think it's quite a powerful study and I'm hoping that it starts off some conversations. Yeah because with um, traveling obviously and holidays they are obviously one of the most exciting brilliant times of the year and everyone gets excited about them and saves up for them and it's what they talk about before and after but it's also quite a vulnerable time isn't it because especially as Brits we're not used to parading around in our swimsuits and bikinis yeah, definitely. and short <laughs> clothes and things like that so I feel like not only showing well models basically isn't it only showing slim models in the media just makes people feel even more vulnerable and more scared and more likely to yeah just feel intimidated by going on holiday which is really sad because it's meant to be a lovely fun time yeah I do I definitely agree with that and I get a lot of people messaging me on Instagram saying like thank you for showing that we can go and do it as well you've encouraged me to book my holiday and I think that's so lovely because that that's showing that them seeing someone like them doing the things they want to do has encouraged them to then go on holiday so it works it's not like I'm saying do it and nothing's gonna happen like I think it definitely does need to change people need to see more of themselves in this kind of marketing because otherwise they're alienating a lot of people yeah do you think do you think it will, will ever change or oh, that's a really difficult question yeah. um I mean I've had a couple of responses already um I've had a travel PR agency reply to me and they said a lot of it's down to stock images and oh, right. a lot of brands actually do use stock images so I went and had a little search on Shutterstock and thought I'd look at what kind of images they are and they are exactly what I was seeing like happy families down by the beach um, and yeah. slim people and um, then I kind of thought well the first step does maybe need to be that there needs to be a diverse stock image site and people need to start um supplying images that do include different people but then 
I also think it's down to the brands to help make the change happen as well because they could go out and shoot their own campaigns too. Yeah. So it's a bit of a two-way thing. And I think maybe change will happen, but probably not as much as I want. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Because it wasn't just um, plus-size travellers that weren't represented, was it? It was also disabilities, yeah. colours, yeah. Sing- like single and same-sex, like everyone. All, all it was was white slim people having a lovely yes. time, right? Exactly. Um, and I mean, I wish I could have covered every single topic that there was, but um, I feel like I don't have the expertise to sometimes talk about certain things. So, mm. yeah, it's very it's very disheartening for anyone I imagine and the fact that there was just no people of colour no um disabled people it just I think it definitely has to change yeah definitely I guess yeah the thing about stock images is interesting I never really thought of that but yeah if they start doing their own campaigns or start working with influencers and bloggers more I mean there's a lot of plus-size people out there that they can use oh yeah definitely and they're all just as talented as people that are not plus-size as well so I think it's just coming down to making that decision and saying yes we want to be a diverse company so yeah I guess it's just been normal for so long and now people are now people have the platforms to say what they want that it's down to the brands to listen to people talking about it and listen to say you're because you've got the hashtag plus size travel too right yeah yeah so if they see that hashtag and respond to that hashtag then they can see what people want and yeah start using different people yeah I think I think it's going to happen because I've seen a couple of brands doing it. Sorry, my voice is now going. <laughs> I've seen a couple of brands doing it over the last, um, maybe the last six months where they have been working with the the um, higher up plus size bloggers in the UK. Um, right. So I'm hoping it just filters down and they start thinking about micro-influencers and things as well and just not using the way someone looks as a deciding factor as to whether they come on a trip or whether they use them in their marketing material. Yeah, I think it's more likely to put people off than bring people in. We don't really. Yeah, yeah, it's not really inspirational. Obviously, with this representation in the media, people, I think more people have body confidence issues, and like, yeah, they don't want to stand out at the pool, and they don't want to feel like people are looking at them. What sort of advice do you have for people that might be worried about body confidence on holiday? Um. So this is something I struggled with for a really for a really long time. So I know how everyone feels, and I still get like it too. Sometimes I'll be sitting, like for example, I was in Bali and I was sitting at the pool, and I was the only plus size person from what I could see there, and I was just thinking, oh my god, everyone's looking at me. But when you really think about it, nobody cares. They're having too much fun doing what they're doing, and although you feel like every single eye is on you, they they're honestly focused on something else, and they probably have body confidence issues of their own as well so they're not taking the time to sit there and think oh my god look what she's wearing yeah um so I feel like if as long as you just start thinking about the fact that a lot of it is you thinking everyone's looking at me when really they're probably struggling themselves but then another thing I found is following people that look similar to me has really helped on social media because then I see that people go out and do it and then there's people like um, Callie Thorpe who's probably a very similar size to me she goes out and she wears these amazing bikinis and I'm still not brave enough to wear a bikini I don't think right. um, but then I see people like that doing it and I'm like oh my gosh I could look just as amazing as she does because wow she looks great and it I think 
following people like that has definitely given me 100% more confidence than I had when I first started blogging so yeah I think that definitely helps like for a while I was just like oh I hate Instagram it's stupid it's just full of skinny people in bikinis on holiday and then I was like oh no that's the people I'm following like you can unfollow the people that maybe don't make you feel confident and then follow some other people that are like you and yeah more representative of you which is what I guess what we were saying about the media but then you don't have the choice in the media if 95% of the media is all people who aren't like you but on Instagram you have the choice of who you can follow you can control it so yeah follow I guess follow the people that inspire you yeah definitely the opposite yeah I remember um being in a pool in Thailand and I'm a size 14 and I was with a friend who's probably about the same and I was just looking around and I was like god how did everyone get so skinny here and I just thought it was like I guess quite a down point yeah like I was feeling quite down and I was just like how did everyone how does everyone look like that and I don't and then I started to feel quite sensitive but one of the things that makes me feel better is having swimwear that I feel confident in and like maybe you can't just walk into Primark and pick something up like other people that would make me feel confident but if I invest in good swimwear then I feel better yeah I definitely think that helps as well um since I've started wearing better swimwear I felt much more confident and it's down to finding what your style is really I think and what you feel comfortable in and whether that means you try eight million different swim swimming costumes or bikinis until you find it it's definitely worth it because I can I can definitely sit there now without thinking people are looking at me and thinking oh my god she does not look right in that (laughs) yeah yeah if you feel if you have the right kit on then you feel more confident don't you and then you can exude confidence which always makes you look better anyway yeah definitely so um what sort of tips do you have for buying swimwear is there any Um, particular brands or I really like simply be somewhere they have I think it's called simply beach the range and they have really 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 good somewhere it's very supportive um but then it's also really on trend because I find that someone who's got a bra size the same as me you can only find really dull swimwear in most places right um so I always try and look for places that have on trend stuff for people that are actually my size as well because I mean I, I still want to wear leopard prints somewhere and things like that I don't want just a plain black swimsuit um places like Alomi are really good as well um Panache, Curvy Kate they're definitely ones to look at if you're looking for decent plus size somewhere with a big bra size right okay and I'd also say try it on as well um so whether that means you order 12 different somewhere and you only keep two of them just try on every style find out what does actually suit you you might look at something online and think that's not going to suit me at all and then get it home and it's amazing yeah so just have a have a go with different designs and styles, yeah I guess. have a bit of an open mind um order if you want it order it as well a lot of people don't order them because they think oh my god I'm gonna look awful in that I'm not gonna do it it'll look terrible I really like it but I'm, I'm just not I can't pull it off if that's how you feel order it try it you never know how you're gonna feel so yeah just give it a go um so what you were saying earlier about females on Instagram you mentioned Callie Thorpe what other yes. other awesome females are that there that we can look to for inspiration oh I do love Danielle Vanya I think that's how you, I, I don't never know how to say her last name because I don't think she's ever said it out loud so <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I just it's just how I read it Danielle Vanya yeah um okay. there's 
Oh, this is a really hard question now. Oh, sorry. I know if people follow <laughs> if people follow you on Instagram, you often do shout outs, don't you, to people yeah. every week? Yeah, definitely. Um, but then it's always thinking I've got a lot of people that I follow that I get inspiration from, but then they've got a thousand followers, and I think that's more the kind of people that I look towards. Um, and there's like there's a girl called Daily Tally who's a good um, friend of mine, and she posts the most stunning photos ever. And she's um, she travels around like New York. She goes to New York at least twice a year. Um, she's been to Cuba. She's been God knows how many places, and she looks amazing every time she travels. Oh, okay. So what was her name? Um, Daily Tally, I think it's called. So D A I L Y T A. L-I-E. I had to think about that one. <laughs> okay. I'll find these people and I'll link it um, oh, in the show notes and stuff. So if people want to follow, they can. And then there's Becky Bedberg, which I really love her content as well. Oh, uh, yeah. Is... I follow her. <laughs> yeah. She's she's great. She's always so cheerful. And um, again, she posts great travel photos. Um, oh, my God. It's so hard to do it off the top of your head, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Well, I guess if people <laughs> follow you. Case. Yeah, Sorry. if people follow you, then they'll see the shout outs. Oh yeah, definitely. I always try and shout out people and I've got a lot of people that I follow over in America as well that are doing very similar things to me right. um, and they are, they're amazing people. They're doing the same things, trying to um, shout for plus size diversity and travel. Um, so yeah, I shout them out regularly. So they'll definitely, definitely come across them if they follow me. Okay, that's cool. Um, has traveling given you more confidence, like to do more traveling? Yes, <laughs> this is, um, I do talk about it quite a lot on my Instagram, but I've never really talked about it on my blog, but I am scared of absolutely everything. So right. when I was younger, I would literally, my mom and dad would go up, and do you know the horseshoe pass in Wales? Oh, <laughs> um, I, don't, I don't know, but um, I can imagine. It's just, it's just um, basically a very small um, hill. It's, it's not that big, and um, we have to go through it to get from um, England to Wales, basically. And we had a oh, caravan right. there, so it every weekend and still every weekend without fail I would cry just because I was so scared of going up this hill and I'd done it before I'd done it a million times I know it was safe but yeah it would scare me um and I think just sort of from that I've developed a lot of fears so I'm, I'm still scared of flying even though I do it all the time right um I'm scared of going in the water in the sea I'm fine I'm a really strong swimmer and I would love I can spend all day in a pool but when it comes to the sea it terrifies me because I feel like it's not a very forgiving <laughs> place. Oh, okay, yeah. Very Have you ever scary. done any courses to help with that? Like one of my friends did a um, fear of flying course, and I think it helped a bit, but she, she is actually still scared. So. Oh, um, no, I've not thought of that before. I, I feel like in, the more I do it, eventually I'll stop being scared. But, I mean, every time we hit turbulence or there's a really windy landing, I'm still, like, holding on to the sides of my chair as tight as I can because um, it's just so scary. <laughs> Um, so yeah, I'm still absolutely terrified of 90% of things, but right, okay. traveling makes me go out and do them because I'm like, oh my god, I'm here, I'm going to have to do it. It's once in a lifetime thing. Um, like when I was in Fiatventura a couple of months ago, um, absolutely terrified, but I surfed um, because I was like, it's, it's an opportunity, I'm here, I'm going to try it. And I mean, it scared me, I still probably would be scared if I did it again, but it's pushing me to do those things. Yeah, I think it's so good when people do that. One of um, a few episodes ago, I had uh, Emily Luxton on and she set herself a challenge of doing something that scared her every month because she was scared of a lot of things. And then by the end of it, she said she felt so much more confident, like the fact that you can do these things that scares you kind of 
inspires you to do more things that scares you because you were okay the last time yeah oh that's such a good challenge yeah um I've done I mean I'm I'm overcoming things very slowly one of the things that made me the most proud was when I snorkeled in Bali because I'm scared of being on a boat and to snorkel we had to go on this really tiny boat and it was really rocky and I then obviously had to sit on the edge of the boat to jump in and that just terrified me and the whole experience like the first time we dived into the water I I didn't move very much I stayed by the boat and I didn't really go into the water but by the time we got to the third location I was out swimming around having fun and like I oh, was that's so really good though like that must have just made you feel so good that you went for it you could have just said no and sat, yeah. sat out in a hotel but it's amazing that yeah you went for it and then by the end of it the confidence and fun that that gave you that's so good yeah, it was great it's such a good experience I think it's gone got to be like hands down one of my best travel experiences so far so oh nice have you been snorkeling since um I haven't I really want to be. every time I go somewhere with the beach I'm like I'm just gonna see if we can snorkel <laughs> Oh, so you've got a new new hobby as well yeah I mean I'm still gonna be scared when I do it but at least I know I can do it now so I think when you go traveling it just makes you do all this stuff that you wouldn't normally yeah I guess at home you just can be just set in your ways or set doing how you do things but when you're traveling you're more inspired to go and do things and see things and yeah, yeah. definitely. I think it's so good for improving people's confidence yeah, I definitely had no confidence before I was travelling and now it still baffles me how I can go and fly across the world on my own and just do things like this. So so what made you go travelling then if it was scary? Well, so the first time I actually ex- like went out and did something massive and travelled was when I moved to California during one of my summers at uni. Okay. So um, I'd actually just been through a really, really bad breakup and... I just felt like I needed to get out of the country. I mean, I know men do that to people. So right. <laughs> I was just like, right, I'm getting out of the country. And America had been something that I'd always been passionate about, even though I'd never been. I knew that I loved everything about it. I mean, I could name every state. I could tell you where places were. And I could have full-on conversations about America, despite never having gone. So I was right. like, right, that's it. I'm, I'm going to do Bunak, Work America. And... Um, I'll go oh, work yeah. out there for, um, I worked for three months and I stayed out for an extra month. Um, and then I just thought, right, that's it. I, I booked it literally on the last day you could possibly do it. And then within three weeks I was gone. So that was very scary. Literally the scariest thing I've ever done, flying halfway across the world at the age of 19. Mm, but exciting. <laughs> it is very exciting. And I felt like I needed it. So I was just like, right, I'm going to do it. I don't think my mom ever thought I would actually get on the plane. Right. Um, but yeah, I did it and it kind of showed me that there was so much more to life, really. I guess that sounds so cliche, but I was just at uni and I was doing the same things every single day. But then I went to California and I could do something completely different every single day because I was like, I'm only here for the short amount of time. I need to make the most out of everything I'm doing. Yeah. Um, and then once I came back, I actually couldn't travel for a while because I was studying again and I was... Um, moving in and out of houses in London and that's just not good as a student it costs so much yeah yeah. Um, so I didn't travel for ages and then me and my boyfriend went on a trip and I just thought what the hell am I waiting for like why am I why am I spending all this money on this when I could 
literally book a flight for £30, like, um, what am I doing? So I just started booking more trips, and then within, after that first trip to Paris that we'd taken, I'd done, like, four more trips within two months, so I was just like... Yeah, it gets so addictive, doesn't it? Yeah, it really does, and I was like, I don't know why I've been waiting, saying I can't afford to do all these things, when really, if you're smart about it, you could just cut out one makeup palette a week, and you're, <laughs> you're going travelling, like, it's not, it didn't make much difference to me in terms of that because I just cut out the things that I didn't really need and I spent the money on travel instead. Um, yeah, and I think from... in, England, in England we're obviously so lucky because the European flights can be so cheap. Like I went to Barcelona the other day for £30. Once I realised that I could do it cheaply I thought that's it I'm just going to travel wherever I can and since then it's just grown and now I probably do maybe one trip a month if I can. I've got a little but... bit of a break now because I've got a big trip coming up but... <laughs> Where's your big trip to? Um, America for three weeks. Oh, that's so exciting. I'm actually what, doing, what are you doing Track America. So I know you went on the Canada one, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, I loved yeah. it. I loved the Track America experience. It was great. Where Where are you going? What are I'm you doing? doing the Atlantic Dream. So we're doing um, New York, Washington, Philly, um, Memphis, New, um, and then New Orleans. Oh, where else are we going? Oh, my God, I know this off the top of my head and I... Wow, that's a long distance apart. Yeah, we actually ended Miami as well, so it's quite a long distance. Yeah. Um, but I'm not going to Miami because I'm staying in Orlando, and the only when they get to Miami, it's just to like goodbye, and then everyone can fly home from there. So I'm staying in Orlando, and I'm doing an extra week and doing Walt Disney World and Universal. So. Oh my god, that's going to be amazing! <laughs> I can't wait. It's literally it's two months away now. Is it two months today? We will be like ready to go. So I am so excited. <laughs> oh, that's so, that's going to be amazing. And um, I loved on the Trek America trip, like just having like-minded people, and it was just fun to travel with a bunch of people who love travel and it's I'm quite nervous about that um but also excited at the same time so because obviously I don't know who most of the people are we've got a little Facebook group because we've managed to find each other oh nice that's cool but um other than that we don't really know who the other people are going to be whether we're going to like them so yeah it's quite it is quite nerve-wracking going on a tour like that because the people you're with can totally make it yeah Um, but so you're going with a friend or you go with your boyfriend um my brother's actually coming with me so um oh nice so get to travel with me you always well. have him <laughs> yes definitely fallback is just i've got my brother i know he's there <laughs> yeah yeah oh that's gonna be amazing so have you is this like a total dream trip for you then because you're you love america yes. right yeah it really is it's the first time going back after seven years so it's probably gonna be like super emotional i'm gonna be like oh my god i'm finally home <laughs> <laughs> Um, where where do you fly into where does it stop we fly into new york and we have a couple of days there um i've never done new york before so i've only done california and boston so far um so yeah new york is going to be amazing i've got a very strict one and a half day itinerary of what we're going to do and we're fitting quite a lot in (laughs) yeah you need to take a taste of that yeah um and then after that we head straight to philadelphia and washington so oh god i'm so excited (laughs) awesome um so do you um have you like planned what you're going to wear and stuff because obviously on your instagram you're very well you're very fashionable and you like your clothes right so have you (laughs) got a list of the clothes that you're taking and it sounds so weird when someone calls me fashionable because I just never would consider myself fashionable (laughs) oh no you're very very oh thank you (laughs) um so I'm currently in the process of planning out all my outfits 
So yesterday I was talking with my sister and we were discussing what outfits I'm going to wear at Disney because obviously you have to theme what you wear at Disney. Um, So I was like, oh, do I go with a a Cinderella, Minnie Mouse or Winnie the Pooh theme? And she was like, do Winnie the Pooh, no one's going to do that. (laughs) Um, So I was like, okay, yeah, we'll go with that one. And then I planned out like Universal, I'm going to wear Hufflepuff themed stuff because I am a Hufflepuff. Oh, right. Um, Because... You have to do that. You can't go to Hogwarts and not wear your house um, colours, I guess. <laughs> um, and then for the other kind of trekky days, I've not planned as much because I want to be comfortable more than anything. Um, yeah, yeah, definitely. There might be a bit of walking and, yeah, you want to be... Yeah, we've got a couple of National Park type places we're going to, so I'm just going to wear comfortable things for them. And then, I mean, I think New Orleans, I will definitely do something to match the like French Quarter for example like I, I will probably do something quite common themed and um, try and I do try and match what I'm wearing to where I'm going um, in not a, like a massive sense but I will do little things I, I don't know if that made any sense <laughs> no yeah it does because um, you want to yeah you just as a obviously you've got an eye for style and colours and everything so you want to you want the photos and you to look good with the background I guess oh yes, definitely yeah. and I mean I'm not specifically working while I whilst I'm out there I'm kind of doing a little bit with Track America um but I'm not like specifically doing sponsored clothes or anything while I'm out there because I didn't want to put too much pressure on myself while yeah. I'm because it's a trip I've paid for myself and it's something I want to go out and I want to enjoy as much as I can so I'll probably only do like one or two sponsored things while I'm out there just so that the content can be completely my take on America and I'm really excited about that so yeah definitely although I know I will put pressures on myself because I do it all the time I will just be like I've got to get the perfect photo my brother's gonna hate me by the end of this (laughs) yeah yeah, he's just gonna be taking all of my photos he's already kind of aware that he's gonna have to take a lot of photos of me um and I keep sending him like inspiration of places I want to go and shoot and he's like please stop I think um, some, some people say or presume that because you want to take nice photos it takes away from the experience but I think it can add to the experience like the fact that you've already been researching nice spots and it means that you sort of look around a bit more analytically and with a stylish eye it means it means that you just experience the place in a different yeah, way but you are I love it I do and yeah. um, people think they're like oh my god will you just stop will you put your phone away stop doing it like you're not having fun I'm like I'm having so much fun like this is amazing um and like I like to do like shop fronts and things like that and like stand in front of them because I don't know why they do really well when I post on Instagram and um I'll always I will look at something that someone else might not see that it looks pretty but I'm like that's amazing I'm gonna take a picture in front of that and I think because I don't necessarily do the like Instagramable photos that everybody else does, I tend to get people saying, "Oh, like, how did you find this spot and stuff like that." Yeah. So I love it. Loads of beautiful places in um, New Orleans. I spent three weeks there a few years oh, ago. Did you? Oh, and it's, it's such an amazing place. I'm gonna have to ask you for some trip, t- some tips. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, yeah, I've got one fr- one free day in New Orleans, so we're gonna have to plan what we do I definitely want to do the French Quarter and like a voodoo tour but oh yeah that'll be fun yeah on on um my YouTube actually there's a video that does quite well for some reason about uh cheap things to do in New Orleans because there is so much to do for free because it is just such a beautiful place you can just wander around and like check out the trams and there's some really good places to eat I've got a blog post about that actually so yeah yeah. let me check it out I need (laughs) some more inspiration yeah um so is there anything 
like just going back to being plus size, is there anything that you're worried about going on this big trip? Like I know that planes can be. Um... Yeah, flying is always a difficult one. And I've, um, there's a site that you can check called Seat Guru. And oh, yeah. it basically tells you the, the size of the seats and things like that so you can prepare in advance. But the flight that I'm going out on is just not on Seat Guru. So I have no idea what the plane's like and I can't prepare in advance. Um, Would you phone the, can't you phone? The I think I'm going to try that and find out what what to expect because one, I don't know whether I need an aisle seat or a window seat because I would never go in a middle seat. I just wouldn't be comfortable at all. But um, also my brother's not small either. So having both of us sat together could be quite uncomfortable for eight hours so it's um I just want to know that we're going to be comfortable and whether or not we need a seatbelt extender or anything like that Mm. um but also it's an airline I don't recognize as well so that's made me really nervous what Um, airline is it so it's American Airlines but then it's operated by Blue One I think it was called Mm, and even when I search Blue One like it just comes up with this really cheap website and it is worrying me a little bit (laughs) <laughs> oh, that's strange isn't it yeah I mean I'm really hoping that when we get there it is actually an American Airlines plane but I I can't say whether it will be or not yet because there's just no information available yeah if it's making you nervous I'd definitely phone well try and phone them or if not phone American Airlines to ask yeah what what's happening that be? Good you, don't idea. Want, you don't want that making you nervous before you travel do you no definitely not and for such a long flight well it's not really a long flight but it is still long haul um, yeah sat down for a long time you're going to be comfortable don't you um, I'm also worried about the camping as well because I've picked a camping trip and I haven't camped since I've been plus size so I don't know whether it's going to be comfortable I don't know whether I'm going to be far too big in the tent and the other person's going to absolutely hate me because I'm taking up all the room um, do not share with your brother or um I'm gonna find out whether we can because I know there's an even number of boys and an odd number of girls so I'm not sure what they'll say and I mean I don't know also know if my brother would want to sleep next to me for two weeks to be honest oh, right, yeah. <laughs> um, I'd have to find out um but other than that I'm a little bit worried that I'm gonna be because as well with neither of us are too small so if we were both in a tent I think it would be quite quite uncomfortable Oh, okay. Yeah, well, I'm... when I went on the Canada trip with them, it was all camping. Okay. And the tent, the tent fitted, I presume they'll use the same style. The tent fitted, like, the, us two would go in the middle together, and then yeah. we had our bags down the side. Okay, so they're reasonably roomy. Yeah, sometimes you weren't allowed your bag, or you could leave it in the truck because of the bears. So um, but you won't have that, but that's incredible. <laughs> yeah, I don't think we're going to find any bears in like New York no. or anything. <laughs> but just to give you an idea of uh, the size of the tents, yeah, that that oh, was that's quite promising. Then that makes me feel a little bit better. Yeah, um, there's always so much things you have to think about beforehand that possibly other people probably don't think about, and it's it's a lot of preparation and worrying. <laughs> yeah, I guess I was reading um your blog and you were talking about like the tray tables and sometimes they can be annoying depending on how high they are I guess yeah I mean I put a tray table down the other day I was on a Thomas Cook flight back from Lanzarote and I put the tray table down and my boyfriend he was laughing at me just because he was like the way that I did it was so funny and I just like dropped it down and it just fell and it just like stood at like a 
an angle and he was like what are you doing and I was like the tray table doesn't go down <laughs> and he was like <laughs> and so then I like tried to sit up a lot more because I was like I was comfortable I was lying back and then I tried to sit up and it still didn't go down and I was just thinking if I was on a flight where I needed to put food on this yeah that's annoying. Be, I just wouldn't be able to do it and it's also when I when I went to Bali the tray table went down which was quite lucky I was really glad it did because we had like three meals on that flight yeah um, but then when the person put their thing back um their seat back in front of me I couldn't put the tray table down even if I wanted to so I was just it's I always think that it's something so small but it makes so much difference because if I want to lean on my tray table like my phone or my tablet or something there's just no way to do it in most planes and it seems as well that planes like obviously more people are being plus size and are even like taller and everything like that and planes aren't uh, changing to that they're actually getting smaller I read that they used to be 18.5 inches wide and now um that like the seats and now they're 16.7 inches that's crazy and it's <laughs> also said that the average American's hips are 20.6 inches and yet so they still like, aren't yeah they're just going smaller and smaller so I don't I don't really know what we can do about that <laughs> it's really difficult I mean I, I honestly don't think one person saying you need to change this would ever change it but I'm hoping that airlines start becoming more accommodating and they'd maybe even have um maybe like one in six seats is bigger or something like that and then you can book this bigger seat but it would then mean a whole new fleets of planes like it's just yeah and everyone would want that seat as well yeah it's really difficult and it's just without costing the airline industry a hell of a lot of money there's not going to be change straight away I don't think yeah um but it'll come I think it'll come yeah hopefully so. <laughs> really the other day I was on a flight um I think it was EasyJet but anyway the guy who sat next to me was really 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 tall and like basically couldn't get his knees in and then they just let him have an exit seat but they wouldn't let anyone else have one that's but really I thought, nice of them yeah they normally they fair. would charge in most yeah 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 but I thought it was fair because even though the flight was only from Hamburg so it was like two hours it would yeah. have been such an uncomfortable two hours his knees were literally against the seat in front yeah See, I don't, um, I don't pick the exit seat because I always worry that they'll say, because you have to be like fit and you have to have a lot of responsibility, don't you, to be able to sit in a seat because obviously you're in charge of the, not, but not in charge of the door, but you are responsible in a way. Um, so I always yeah. fear that if I sit in that seat, they're going to be like, oh, actually, no, we need someone different, and it just scares me that they're going to tell me I can't sit there. So um, I do always go for a standard seat and I found that there are some airlines that are great. I actually really like EasyJet and I've never had a problem getting their tray tables down. I've never had a problem getting the um, seatbelt on. Um, I always feel really comfortable. There's lots of leg room. My knees don't touch the um, seat in front of me. Um, But then things like Ryanair. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. Then you're just sandwiched in, aren't you? Yeah, I think even a slim person feels uncomfortable on Ryanair. So... (laughs) Yeah, I think that's one of the airlines I just do avoid now. I will avoid it as much as I can. Mm. So do you have any um, tips or comments just for anyone who's feeling a bit intimidated about travelling when they're plus size? Um, Do as much research as you can. Um, I always feel much better when I know exactly um, what I'm going to expect. I don't like not being in control of things, so the more I know, the better. Yeah. and then also there's lots of Facebook groups that you can join where you can ask for advice where people can reassure you that everything's going to be all right and they can give you personal advice from what they've done themselves. And I actually do have a Facebook group of my own. Oh, okay. um, 
and it's plus size travel to Facebook group so right. if anyone is plus size and they want to join you can ask any questions you want there's absolutely no judgment whatsoever um there's no weight loss talk or anything on there it's all about traveling at the size you are now and just having the best time of your life so oh perfect that sounds good that sounds like such a good resource like real advice from real yeah okay. you're traveling and it's just it's great everyone mucks in together whenever I always feel like a little bit proud whenever someone posts Aww. a question and everyone replies and I'm like oh this is so cute yeah that's so <laughs> um, nice so yeah I'm really hoping that people enjoy the group and that they get something out of it and it encourages them to do what they want to do so um where can listeners find you online if they have any questions or comments um instagram is probably the best place because it's where i, I will reply to dms pretty much straight away because i'm always on my phone okay. <laughs> um twitter as well um so i'm kirsty leanne uk on both of those um and then on my blog as well if you want to if you do want to email me my um, emails on my blog so any questions you have you feel free to pop them across okay and, will... and your your blog is kirsty yes yep. Okay, great. Well, thanks so much for joining me today. It's been really interesting to hear your experiences. Thank you. I've had a good time. <laughs> it's not as scary as I thought it would be. No, it's just chatting, isn't it? Yeah, I told you I'm scared of everything, even podcasts, apparently. <laughs> oh, well, now you've done one, you can go and do just them do all. <laughs> yeah, well, thank you so much and uh, speak to you later. Bye. Bye. Interesting insight from Kirsty Leanne there. What a lovely person. I normally do a How I Met the Podcast guest at the start of every show, but I've never actually met Kirsty before, not in real life. I've just admired her from afar on Instagram. So lovely to actually get to talk to her. If you have any questions for her, make sure to get in touch on Instagram. And if you have any for me, you can find me on everything at Vicky Flip Flop. Okay, see you next week. Bye.